This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why would anyone try any skincare from a celebrity that has no experience as a dermatologist or a chem. I just, I find the whole concept of celebrities and skincare to be such a fraud. So hot, back and mouth to feed. Three, two, let's go. You don't have an American Express? I don't. Oh, I gotta Dwayne. go. Drip drop, hot, gossip on my lips. A, B, let's see. Are you ready? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. Oh, sorry. No, let me fix that. Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back. I have a very special guest. He's a fan favorite, and he's really a, just a delight, uh, hilarious and talented, Mr. Sam Pizzullo. Hello. Hello, Natalie. I'm so happy that you did not say everybody twice, because that was the first thing I wanted to mention uh, this morning for you, um, was that while you did, um, you oh, modified the intro for the last podcast this. and it's no longer welcome back everybody. It's this is anyway, whatever you did, you still repeated the word everybody. So like, I still had that oh, same moment I, of wondering whether or not it was, it was a repeat of the because previous I say, line. Cause it was, hello everybody. This is humble and hungry. And then I say, welcome back, welcome everybody. Welcome back, everybody. And it's like, we get it. cut the everybody. It's redundant. You just right. gotta, you gotta make and it, it more and, concise. And who's the everybody? It's probably just like three people. It's like, right. Like, hi, welcome back, you. all 10 of you. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm you sure looked, that. You look very handsome. I just got out of the shower. I'm in my robe. Um, oh, is that my what hair it is? is? Yeah, my hair is in the process of setting. So I have this new process now with my hair because I had a keratin treatment. Why? An express keratin treatment because I have really curly, thick, frizzy hair. Oh, how miserable. And I really thick. Well, it can be really curly. <laughs> I mean, fuck, my three maybe, my maybe three hairs on my it. head. <laughs> my three hairs on my head are really just stuck out. Yeah. No, you have gorgeous hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of it is yours versus it's you all know, mine. Pretty mess hair extensions. Oh, it is. You don't wear extensions. No, look at this thin mess. Oh. I, I'm trying Nutrafol. Have you heard of it? This is not an ad, by the way. Oh God, here we go. I don't know, but I'm sure I'll be addicted to it, like I am first person <laughs> by you? this time next month. Oh my Are God. You? I mean, do it's a feel, complete do placebo you feel a effect. Difference? But <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea, but I'm just addicted to the ritual of just like popping those two little capsules into my mouth every morning. It feels a little and matrixy. I'm here for it. Yeah. I have a funny story about that, but let me just go back to my hair. So I really want to let it grow out so that it can be nice and long and I can maybe try and rock like a man bun or a ponytail. But when it's too curly, I just, I cannot get through that awkward stage. So I decided, let me try an express keratin. So they really just smoothed it out, removed some of the frizz and it's just, it's more wavy now. But when I get out of the shower, what I have to do is kind of, I'm trying to train it too. You know how you can like train your hair to be, to part in a certain spot. So I kind of have to let it dry completely. You have like a very, very deep side part. Like molded to my head. And then once it's dry, once it's dry, then I go in and style it with just a little bit of sea salt spray. I don't like too much product. Anyway, it's a whole thing. It's more complex than Skin by Kim. <laughs> Nine steps. Don't even get me started. But I'm ready to get started. Okay, Bethany Frankel. Uh, do you like how she went from like, uh, she she became like a beauty influencer overnight? Like what? 
How? It's so transparent that she's going to be launching some sort of beauty collection, I think, in the near future. And she's trying to establish herself as an authority in that space. It's very Is it transparent. Like, skin, like skinny beauty? Like skinny skin skin here? I mean, okay. I hope that she doesn't use the skinny girl... I think that, you know, she has this new wine, Forever Young, which I think is just the worst name imaginable for any sort of brand, but much less a rosé. It just doesn't make any sense. Forever Young Rosé. And, by and the she's way, boasting you know- about how it's made in Cote de Provence. I'm like, okay, but it sounds like it's made in like, like Temecula. Detroit. I don't know. Yeah, like, <laughs> what? And everyone knows that drinking does just ages you. It's like the actual opposite effect. So there's right. That. Completely dehydrates the skin. But anyway, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a forever young line of skincare or makeup coming from Bethany. But I do want to talk about skin by Kim for a brief moment because Go. I don't know what your thoughts are. On the I haven't whole thing, tried it. Have you? No, I would never. Why would anyone try any skincare from a celebrity that has no experience as a dermatologist or a chem. I just, I find the whole concept of celebrities and skincare to be such a fraud. It's like snake oil completely. And do you feel like what Kylie did was bullshit or do you, do you actually, I think that the Kylie skin, no, I think that I give her kudos for the makeup because I think that that's something that, um, even if you're not an expert in like developing makeup, like if you surround yourself with the right people and you can have a point of view about what, you know, color palettes and things that you want the makeup to achieve on a consumer, you can, you know, I think have a viable brand. But when it comes to skincare specifically, I think, and you're positioning it as like science backed and solution oriented, like why would anyone trust a line of skincare from just a celebrity when there's more reputable established brands, whether it's a Neutrogena or a Dr. Dennis Gross or people that really know like what kinds of products they're selling. I don't know. I just, I just, I think it's a also part like, of me. I think a part why, of me feels like, could, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I don't know. I'm just on a rant because I'm, I'm, I'm equally as fascinated by it as I am just repulsed by the whole concept. And the fact I mean, that it's nine products and there's not even one product with SPF just oh, like to isn't? me proves, no, it's just like night oil, day oil, glow oil, scrub, wash, moisture, this, that, the other spatula. And it's just like, there's no SPF. Like that just to me proves that you don't even understand like the basics of skincare. Well, don't even get me down that whole SPF rabbit hole. Why? Don't because- tell me you're like... Like because anti there, SPF, Vicky because Gungelson. there are studies, I know, but there are studies that show that depending on what kind of like oils and what you're putting into your body can affect the way that this, you know, you absorb sun rays and all of that. I don't know. That, that's just okay, that, but that, you still have to like protect yourself with a daily SPF. Well, I mean, I do. I mean, I'm just saying that there are people do that, too. that don't believe in that. But let me go that back to the don't believe in thing. the effectiveness or the importance of SPF. I'd like to yes. meet these people, really. <laughs> oh, they are all over. You're probably going to get a few DMs. But let me really? let me go back to the Kim thing. I feel like the the whole celebrity thing. The only reason why a part of me feels like maybe it's not complete bullshit is because these people are getting hair and makeup done every single day of their lives. And they are working with professionals. So they know what works on their skin. They know what looks good. They know what works. So it's almost like, I mean, they kind of know their shit just by like being in the industry. But if I were them, I would probably partner with a dermatologist, a professional, some someone that I'm going to daily for my, you know, facials and stuff. So I don't know. There's a part of me that wants to give them credit, but then I, I get where you're coming from. I think that she did, actually. I think that she's partnered with this woman, Joanna Check, who's like a, a world-renowned dermatologist well, and esthetician. I know, but I still don't understand how any consumer could could have an interest in purchasing skincare released by Kim Kardashian when, I don't know, I would imagine her target demographic is like people our age or younger that already have like skincare routines and their favorite brands. And why would you ever think that Kim is going to release a product that can compete with some of these bigger, more established skincare brands. It just, to me, just, I don't know. As opposed to like what she's doing with shapewear. Like, yeah, that makes sense. Like I'm not knocking her effort to, to create brands and release products, but I think in certain categories, like you really just need to be an expert. Yeah. um, I agree with that. Or else it just feels like, 
you're just hawking anything to make a buck. And the pricing of it too is just absurd. It's so expensive. Well, I've been Beauty. watching like all of these videos about like reviews and unboxings and it's just like the way that she films it, you know, and one to two pumps and it all looks so pretty in the bottling and the packaging. And then when people get it in the mail, it looks like shit. The boxes oh. are just like plain unbranded. Yeah. I mean, I'm hating a little bit right now because you I really, really want my own. I think the keratin line, got into but... your, your little scalp. There. Yeah. Well, listen, it's in, your, it could it's be in your bloodstream. Tell me about the, about the, uh, the pills. The placebo. About the first person. Well, yeah. okay, so I I started with the sunbeam. Yeah. The day the daytime the ones. morning. And yep. yeah. And on an empty I mean, stomach, I, or did you eat? No, I take them pretty much first thing in the morning and I okay. don't eat yeah, I don't eat breakfast before I leave the house. Um and you're supposed to take two capsules, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me because it's like I, I don't get it. It's like they kind of suggest that you take like six doses a day, but it's like a dose, one capsule is it two capsules. The whole thing is somewhat unclear to me, but who who's taking 18 pills a day if you're taking all three of the, the different types. But I definitely felt better. I just felt like, yeah, I had a little bit more energy, a little bit more focus. And so now I'm, I'm addicted. <laughs> so I think, stupid. I mean, I just like the, my shipment is delayed. I'm subscribed. I tried the Moonbeam ones, which I don't think really Put helps me sleep much. No, I don't really have a hard time sleeping, thankfully. What about the other ones? One area what, the the midday, sort of like in lieu of the alcohol. I would it's never supposed- do anything to replace my happy or do it hour with cocktail. It. You can do it with it. I don't know. I know. I just like I wouldn't even remember midday to like stop and take something. Oh. Just it's, so it's really to get you like, day, through the day. Yeah. So are you still taking them religiously? Not religiously. I'm really bad at taking anything religiously. Are you? Yes. It's are like you religious? I, no. Are all? you? Like, we never really talked about this. What is your religion? Are you Catholic? I was raised like very, very little up until like maybe six. Yeah. Catholic. And then yeah, my parents got Roman a divorce. Catholic. Yeah. And then my parents got a divorce. Oh, and so they're they- sinners. Yeah. <laughs> And then they just, (laughs) totally. And then they just stopped. Um, we stopped going to church. We stopped doing everything. My mom was raised half Catholic, half Jewish. So then she started dating a Jewish man and sort of like tapped into her little Jewish roots. And then it's just been sort of, I, I feel like I'm more spiritual than religious. Right. Yeah. I would say the same at this stage in life, but I grew up going to Catholic school from kindergarten throughout high school. I went to a Jesuit college. So like you know, Roman Catholic when you're were Italian, you, it's kind of like this. Were you a priest boy? Dog and pony show. I wasn't, it's called an altar boy. That, um, that's no, what I, I was actually in the choir. Yeah. So I, I was totally channeling see. my inner Dolores Van Cartier at a very young age and like singing, I will follow him. <laughs> uh, I know I often had like the lead solo in the choir at Sunday mass or at first Friday mass. But um, I do, I do like the concept of religion and spirituality and faith. And when I feel the need to, I pray like when I was in Italy, like I would stop at churches often and light a candle and kneel down and just say a prayer. And there's something like, I feel that's connected, powerful about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That whole experience. I I pray too. And I feel like after having kids, you want to instill something in them, whether or not they want to take that when they're older and they can do whatever they want. But I feel like instilling that in them at a very young age is, is very crucial just to I give them what some are you, sort of guidance. What are you raising Piper to be? More like Christianity, I would say, because we do pray. Right. Um, and taking her to church like a couple times. It's like, you know, Christian church down the street. Um, but Riley isn't as religious either. So I feel like we're sort of just not surprised to hear figuring that. it out. He's so stoic. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. The most charming man out there. Not. <laughs> um, uh, wow, what a about, deep conversation if, this is. I know. Tell me about Italy. Like, I don't though. think people expected this. Italy. Oh my God. I can't Why even believe go, it's been a month since. I mean, do you need an excuse to go to Italy ever? No, but you went by yourself. No. Yes. Okay. So basically, I had this trip planned with friends for the summer of 2020. Mm hmm. Four of us were supposed to go to back to the Amalfi Coast and to Ischia. And obviously that year we had to cancel 
because of the coronavirus. Meanwhile, I was so in denial that year. Like I thought up until June of that year that like we were still going, like the borders are going to open. Everything's fine. We're resilient. We got this. Yeah. So we canceled the trip two years ago, but I never got my money back for my flight. So I always had a flight credit for Delta Mm -hmm. and it was expiring this September. And so this winter I just decided, okay, I need to use this flight credit. I want to go back to Italy this summer and I couldn't convince anyone to like take the time off and come with me. So I just decided, okay, well then I'm just going to go alone because I had been to Switzerland alone right before the pandemic and had the best trip ever. And I, I don't have any hesitation traveling alone. So and I so just how did put it go? I mean, itinerary. you just like winged it. Oh, you put it. Okay. So you had an itinerary. Oh yeah, no, I had, I had an itinerary, but the, the great thing about traveling alone is that you don't have to like plan too much because, you know, I didn't have dinner reservations one night. Like I didn't like research any restaurants. Whereas if I was going with a group, right. these are things that I would want to plan in advance. But when you're traveling alone, you're just kind of like at no one else's mercy and you have no one to answer to. And you just kind of go with the flow and do what you want. So I just picked the three cities that I wanted to visit. I decided I didn't want to go back to the South where I had been. I wanted to explore a new area. So I went to Lake Como. Oh, Not with Tamara. So um, jealous. I know she was there. You tried to honestly, um, wedding crash. Oh, no, and it wasn't a wedding crash. Or, or was she going no, to wedding? I, oh, what was she t- Absolutely. No, I absolutely like I RSVP. My friend found the <laughs> wedding website. Um, You're psycho. And I was actually perusing the entire website because if you type in the name Tamara Judge, you get like it gives you all of the the events that are scheduled that she was RSVP'd to. There was like a welcome dinner, a Sunday afternoon brunch. So I RSVP'd to everything. And I totally intended to go or at least go to that area to stalk her, but it was, it's too far. Lake Como is actually not that easy to navigate. It's a very big lake. And I was staying in the Northern region and she was in the Southern region, but I did have the hotel concierge uh, price out a water taxi and it was 900 euro. That was a little. <laughs> Why can I just see you like, price like just going on the boat, just like trying to the binoculars, <laughs> just like, Tamara. Oh, I, I, I have absolutely no doubt that if I had made it from Bellagio to Laglio where she was, I would have found her some oh, way, somehow. But, but she kind of sticks out. Been, <laughs> yes. And we would have probably hit it off and been the fastest friends and I would be at the quiet woman right now <laughs> with her and Taylor. You'll, you'll meet, you'll meet her scene. soon. You'll meet her soon. I have a feeling. Oh, what, what are you like hinting at? Are you Nothing, and her just, teaming up on something? Cause no. I think that would be the ultimate revenge. Um, no, not teaming up, but no, you know, I have, I just talked about this on Patreon, but I have a feeling, um, I, I like that she's coming back. I think it's good. Um, Me too. I think it's good for the show. Although I feel, I know a lot of people hate to love her, love to hate her. They don't want her back. But I think she's actually going to, she's going to help sort of bring these friendships together-ish in a weird way. Absolutely. Um, I think that she has the most history with all of these people. And um, yeah. she's she's just a rock star. And I, I can't imagine anyone who's a fan of the show not wanting her to come back, given the current state of the show. I mean, it's broken and needs to be fixed. And I think I still think they need fresh blood in there, though. Lame. Well, I think Taylor is going to bring that. I, I am absolutely over the moon ecstatic about Taylor. And I'm also in complete shock because I never in a million years thought that they, the would, they would bring her back. No, because mm-hmm. I felt like for years I was just like screaming into the abyss, like to anyone who would listen, like Taylor Armstrong is a grade A housewife. Like she, she is meant for this show and she was so underrated. And so for her to finally get this recognition and this opportunity first with girls trip and now with orange County to be the first, Oh boy. COVID is Piper feeling better. She's better. I think okay, it was good. a mix of allergies. She's fine. Was fine. Okay, good. Um, anyway, I, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled Taylor. about Taylor. I love Taylor. What's not to love? I don't know. I, I think she's, I think she's good, but is she like my favorite? I don't, I wouldn't say my, my favorite. Yeah. She was definitely in my top five. I'm excited just to see how she blends in with this group in a new city and she just like she has the ability to just like fly off the handle, and that's kind of what I love most about any housewife is just this like unpredictable 
you right know, behavior. Yeah, but, that's true. No, I think I think it I think she'll be good. I think it's good that Tamara has somebody coming in with her, you know, a friend of, and it'll be interesting to see the dynamic between her and Heather, considering that so if, it was a little rocky wow, beforehand. It is so weird. I have to tell you, Natalie. I, I, the last podcast you mentioned HD by first and last name, and it like sent a like shiver down my spine because I feel like you don't really refer to her by name that often. And now you're kind of becoming more comfortable just acknowledging her and the history. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think what's happening with me is like, I mean, everything is sort of unraveling in my life. Right. And in, in like the what sense of <laughs> like unraveling as in terrible. like, um, no, no, no. In a good way, like emotions th- I'm letting go oh, okay. of things. I'm getting over things like emotionally, right? It's all sort of just like I've I've unpacked it's all coming so out in the much. wash, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like look, it's been a few years now and I'm now almost looking at it as uh, like an audience member. Right? Mm-hmm. Obviously I I know her, but I mean who knows? The girl, she could have changed since the last time I, you know, saw her. But I feel like as an audience member, it'll be interesting to see though like that dynamic because they obviously had issues and, you know, yes, I know them, but, um, I think, I think for some reason they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna want to stay somewhat tight. I agree, which is unfortunate because I really think that they're fundamentally very different people. And I don't think that they would really get along in a real world scenario, but they're just going to force it because they feel like they're stronger together. But like there was all of that conflict between them, you know, between Mm -hmm. the two podcasts earlier this summer before she announced she was coming back. And it sounded like Tamara was really upset with her for good reason. Like Heather was kind of trying to like plant this seed that she had no place on the show anymore because she was recapping housewives. Meanwhile, Heather, you were recapping the episodes yourself each week, and I'm very confused now as to why, you know, Teddy has said that, like, Tamara won't be able to recap the OC episodes when they air, so she has to have a guest come in oh, every Oh, is that what she rotate. said? Yeah, and I don't know if that's just, like, an agreement they've made now that neither of them will be able to recap the Housewives episodes since they're both on. It just all seems so... Oh, that's interesting. But- I wonder if Heather feels like hers is more of a recap and then that... Tamara's is more of like a gossip column, a commentary. Yeah. You know, uh, which I don't, which I don't think it is. Right. I mean, I I think that they both do the exact same thing in a sense. They just share their opinions on what happened. Right. Um, And in Heather's case, it was as a person experiencing it herself. And until, I mean, up until Tamara returns to the show, her recaps have been as a, as a viewer's point of view, but that, that will change when she's back on the show. Who knows? Well, it'll either be way, interesting to be honest, to I'm, 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 I'm going to go on the record and just say like, I'm over. I'm, I'm starting to like, feel like I'm just not as connected to the whole housewives world anymore. It's certainly That's when it comes to certain franchises anyway, yeah. and orange County is really one of them. I just don't care as much. Whereas with like salt Lake city, I'm just like, chomping at the bit for that to come out. And I think that that's just like a fascinating, you know, study of human behavior. And I think New York, I'm excited about Beverly Hills. I'm loving, but OC, Atlanta, what are the other ones? Miami. They just like the whole, the whole concept of the franchise has started to like become stale. I I agree with you. I feel like that's how I felt about the bachelor, the bachelorette, Mm -hmm housewives I'm like I just reality right now is just not for me I feel like I'm I'm down for like some scripted Netflix kind of shows it, it just it feels a little played out I think they need to like refresh which which they are doing with like you know the the girls trips and things like that which I appreciate because I feel like it's like right. a breath of fresh air but I don't know I feel like Andy needs to come up with something else or well, the I'll mention it to, to him I'm sure I'll see him tomorrow <laughs> no I know I saw him the other day he came to my restaurant with Bruce and they they taped an episode of Bruce's um, podcast, Lunch with Bruce. Oh, that's fun. He was very friendly. Yeah, he complimented my outfit. And then he's around. He's around town. Right now, it's like a crazy weekend out here. It's Labor Day weekend. It's the Hampton Classic. It's traffic everywhere. It's it's actually a nightmare. I cannot wait until Tuesday, which is, I don't know. Do you have the term Tumbleweed Tuesday? No, what is that? Where you are. It's Tumbleweed Tuesday is like the Tuesday after Labor Day when like all of the summer crowd leaves the tourists leave and it's like really kind of quiet 
and restaurants usually close down and give the entire staff the day off to just chill out. And it's kind of signifies like the start of fall. So are you working all weekend or are you invited to any fun parties? Um, What's happening? I'm working tonight at the restaurant at the door. I'll be there. And then tomorrow night, but tomorrow during the day, I did snag a VIP pin. I actually have it right here. I'll show you to, um, to the Hampton classic. So this is the little (laughs) pin for the Hampton classic VIP tent. And I've never been to the classic in all the years I've been out here. So what Uh, happens But you know, it's a big, well, it's, it's a horse show. So it's just like all of these various competitions of, people jumping, but then surrounding the, whatever the field, they have all of these different brands that have activations and tents and lounges. And then this is like the VIP tent. So I have no idea what to expect. If it's going to be like a big spread of food, if it's going to be like swag, if there's going to be like celebrities, Oh, I'm, I'm sure. sure I'll see. Yeah. So Leonardo DiCaprio just single and Ready to mingle? What, why? Why do I keep? So did, was he dating someone and then he broke up with them? I'm very. I just keep seeing yes, all of dating, these memes about him dating 27 year olds or 26. There's like a, an age limit. I don't. I'm not really like dialed into that whole. He was dating story. a model, and they were together for about four Who, years. Bar Raffaelli. That's like the last person <laughs> I remember him dating. I don't know, but apparently, like the second the girl turns 26, he's out. So they broke really? up after all these years. Yes. But then there's something about him dating Gigi Hadid. I don't know. Who I knows? She was dating. Didn't she have a baby with, with Mal Malik or something or, um, or whatever? Yeah. That, that one, uh, singer. Yeah, but who yeah, knows? Maybe maybe DiCaprio know. wants to be a daddy. It's about damn time. The guy's going to be like 70 years old and still dating 20-year-olds. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't see him in Portofino. So anyway, going back to Italy, because I do yes. have a few more thoughts to share on solo travel. Please. Um, like I said, it's fantastic. I encourage everyone to do it at least once. Um, Lake Como was actually kind of underwhelming in a sense. It's very pretty. It's Mm -hmm. boring. There's really not that much to do. Um, And I really just love to like chill out and swim when I'm in like Europe in the summer. And the lake is not really that like swimmable. Is it It like a rich person? It's like a rich person's area. Is is it like a Coeur d'Alene of Europe? I mean, I haven't been to Coeur d'Alene, but it sounds like it might be comparable. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like if you're going as a tourist and staying in a hotel, it's one experience. But if you are George Clooney and you have a villa or you're staying at someone's villa and they have a beautiful speedboat and you can just jump in the boat and like, you know, cruise around the lake, that's one thing. But if you're there as a tourist, it's just like not that Because I think that's the point. It is to be like mellow and chill and beautiful. It's about scenic. It's about like, that's what you go there for. Yeah, and it's sort of like the, a vacation spot for wealthy people from Milan because it's only an hour away. It's like the Hamptons of right. like northern Italy, you know? That's right. kind of what they say. But then you compare that to like Portofino, which is on the Italian Riviera, more like the Amalfi Coast, which is just breathtaking. It's beautiful. And even though there's not that much to do, that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. It's just the dolce far niente, the joy of doing nothing. You just wake up, mm. you go down to the sea, you take a swim, you go lay by the beach, you take the sun, you have a lunch, you have a few Campari spritzes or a couple <sighs> bottles of Vermentino, and then you do it all again the next day. And that was really my the highlight of my trip was just a week in Portofino where I just ate and drank and swam and I've roasted in the it's sun. Beautiful. Oh. It's so beautiful. Did and you I make like friends? hopped around to the different I wouldn't say I made friends. I made like acquaintances like okay. often. Well, there was yeah. no like group that I like connected with and saw on a on a regular basis. Okay. Actually, that's not true. What am I saying? There was one married couple celebrating their honeymoon in uh in Como that I saw every single day and we had like a few little pleasantries exchanged each day, but we didn't like go out and party Hang together. Out. Yeah. The only friend that I really made who I will keep in touch with was my tour guide. So in between Como and Portofino, I went to Parma, which okay. is um, – it's in the Emilia-Romagna region. So it's like landlocked and it's kind of like the culinary capital of Italy, that that area. That's where Prosciutto di Parma is from. That's where Parmigiano-Reggiano is from. That's where Balsamico di Modena is from. So it's like a, mm. it's like a foodie city, but it's also small and like not very touristy. So it's very authentic. So when I was there, I did a full day tour of like the Prosciutto factory, the Parmigiano factory, the, oh. the Balsamic. And my tour guide was this amazing woman. And she ended up taking me out that night 
And we just like went out and bar hopped and restaurant hopped and got really drunk. And, and she's, uh, she's someone I've kept in touch with. Yeah. It was really cool. That was actually probably the best night. Yeah, Yeah. A highlight as far as like an experience that you'll remember, you know? Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I talk about BetterHelp all the time on the show because I just think it's so important to take the time to help yourself, your mental health. You know, we go to the gym all the time and we're so focused on what we're eating and what we're, you know, what we're drinking and and our, our diet and our, we go to the eye doctor for our eyes and the dentist for our teeth. But it's like, what about our mental health? It's so important. I feel like we always put it on the back burner. It's always like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Or I'm fine. You know, we try to problem solve. We're always in problem solving mode um, when we're faced with a challenge. But it's it's incredible what you can do when you learn how to find your own solutions and there's just really no better feeling and a therapist can help you become a better problem solver and making it easier to accomplish your goals no matter how big or how small you know i was doing therapy for a while i have a lot of friends that do therapy i have one in particular who absolutely is obsessed with better health um found their therapist within 48 hours it was the easiest thing and it's honestly incredibly affordable and you can do it from the comfort of your own home you don't have to leave you don't have to you know it's incredibly flexible if you're thinking of giving therapy a try better help is just such a great option it's convenient accessible affordable and entirely online so get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and honestly you can switch therapists at any time which i think is so important when you want to be a better problem solver therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com humble today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help.com humble It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So what, what's the next trip? Well, the next trip, um, well, I have to, you know, give everyone an update because I know everyone's wondering about Scream the Musical, the movie. Oh, that's um, right. Sorry. So, by the way, we have tried to record this about 50 times. And right. So and you've canceled on me 49 <laughs> times. And I know damn well you would so never do true. that to Ryan that Holiday. Is... You would never <laughs> cancel Ryan on Ryan Holiday. Holiday. Ryan Bailey. Who's Ryan Holiday? I don't know. Oh, He's Ryan on... Bailey. <laughs> Ryan Holiday is like an author or something, I swear. Okay. But yes, scream. Well, you would never, ever, ever cancel on Ryan Bailey. And I would never. also just like the listeners to know why I have not been invited back in four months. It's because you and I were not on speaking terms. Why is that? Whether you because know I it or not. Know. I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken. About what? When you announced, when you announced that you were doing a podcast with 
you know, a, a guy who doesn't have a kids, funny male <laughs> influencer. And you were recapping shows and it wasn't me. And I was, I was heartbroken. And then recapping kids and then I accepted shows. it. I know. I listened to it. I think it's great, by the way. And congratulations. The reviews are in. And I don't know if you've read them, but I have. I read them every day, hoping to see someone say, oh, this would be funny or if Sam were the co-host. But haven't haven't seen any of that yet. But just all across the board, the reviews are glowing. People love love it. And no, what's great about it, Natalie, is like people are saying, I don't even watch these kids shows. I don't even care about this. I just like the banter between you two. So that's really great. Congratulations. That's sweet. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'm excited to to announce that Meghan Markle and I (laughs) are going to be co-hosting a podcast together. Um, Not that it's a competition or I'm trying to one-up you (laughs) or she has any sort of, you know, more recognition than you. But. Okay, so Scream the Musical, the movie, is coming along really well. I just need people to understand that I am trying to make a feature, or I am making a feature-length film. This is a a real movie that's going to hopefully premiere at a major film festival and get picked up for distribution by a streaming network or, or for theatrical release. So it's a very complex process that I am not that familiar with. So there's a learning curve navigating through it. We raised $30,000 on Seed and Spark, which is amazing. That is chump change to try and make a feature length film the way we want to make it. So right now we're in a little bit of a pause mode because for two reasons, one, it's impossible to really try and do anything out here. Um, this time of year, everything's too busy. The locations that we need, Bay street theater, LTV studios, they're all booked. We don't have like access to them. The other actors are all preoccupied. So we're kind of waiting until the fall, which is also when the kind of narrative takes place, you know, like there is this like, gap in the narrative, which I can't really reveal why, but it makes sense that we would not really be filming much or many scenes in the summertime, but kind of resume in the fall. Okay. But we have about five scenes left to film that are like big kind of tent pole scenes. And then once we do that, we have to edit it, but editing is going to be a really complicated process. How many are you editing? Well, no, I mean, we want to hire like Oh, you are going to hire somebody like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've never edited a feature length film and there are things that we don't know how to do. I mean, we can kind of string the narrative together and create like what's called an assembly of like all the moments that we want to use. But in order for this to be like a polished film, you have to like color correct it. And there's like sound mixing. We want to get a composer to maybe score it and have like a, an original score for the film. And there's just a lot of like, detail involved in the post-production process that I'm not familiar with. So that'll be the next challenge. And then once it's done, we're going to submit it to film festivals and hope that it gets accepted. It's already been invited to two film festivals just based on the trailer, which is really promising. There's one festival actually in London, the Soho Horror Film Festival, that wants to like screen the trailer and maybe a scene from the film if we can cut something together and then kind of have a panel conversation about mm-hmm. the effectiveness of crowdfunding and kind of just tease the the full length film, which will is hopefully cri- be out next year. Is there year. criteria in order to submit a film to the film festival? Like, is there like certain things you have to hit? Does it have to be a certain time? Does it have to include some like certain things? Like what's the criteria in order to submit? Why doesn't everyone just submit? Well, I mean, everyone who makes films independently, most of them do submit it to film festivals and the criteria, I mean, depending upon the length that'll qualify as either a feature or a short, usually it's 40 minutes that kind of like separates a feature from a short. Um, And then the only other criteria really for film festivals usually is like for eligibility um, is like where it's premiered before. So certain film festivals like Tribeca, for example, like if it's screened in New York before publicly, it's Mm -hmm. ineligible. So you can't submit it. Um, It has to be like the first time that it's screening in New York in order for them to program it. Okay. And then of course they have like different initiatives. So like there are certain films that cover certain themes or topics that the festival is trying to support or promote. And so, and if it's a niche festival as well, like it has to be about a certain, be a certain genre or a certain it has topic. to fit in that, yeah, in that category. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. Thank um, you. Good luck if there's any editors out there, film editors out there that yeah, want to help. Yeah, some film editors that want to help um, at yeah. a reduced rate because, you know, we need we need to raise some more money to keep paying Pro people bono. To, to make this. But it's going to happen and it's going to be amazing when it does. And um, even if it doesn't, you know, get selected for a film festival, we're going to have a finished product eventually that will 
screen online and we'll have a big party at the Lido house. Um, <laughs> speaking I've, of the Lido house. Yes. When, so you were supposed to come here in May and you didn't. Right. And then now it's September. So when, we ended up if going I were to, to plan Paris a trip, instead. You went to Paris? Remember we went to Paris. I don't remember that. Yeah, we went to Maybe Paris. I had unfollowed you. I probably unfollowed you for <laughs> you a brief period me. of time. <laughs> you muted me. Uh, Wait, we when did you go to Paris? We went to Paris a few months ago. I don't recall that. How was yeah, that? It was, it was earlier oh, this yes, year. Oh, yes, of course I do. Yes, 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 yes. We went and I blended. remember, yeah, because we you blended. recapped the whole trip. We you were supposed to go to the south his, of France, but then you ended up going to yes. Champagne and yes. Yes, that whole trip. Uh, yes, yeah, so we haven't made it to New York, but we are actually going in November for his birthday. You are? Yes. He wants what to go in dates? October, but I think it'll be like around the 15th. I'll Once I once we buy the tickets, I will let you know. Because but you're going to go to the city? Yes, but that's what I want to talk to you about and figure out if we can connect out there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would say if you come out here in October, that's when the film festival is, the Hamptons Film Festival. It's really a great time to come. But it's going to be so crazy, isn't it? No. When is it? End, really. of the, end of the month or no? It's the middle of the month. It's uh, Indigenous Peoples Weekend. Oh, that's Formerly right. Columbus Day Weekend. Right, right, right. right I know uh, you have a hard stop in seven minutes. So what else haven't we, we discussed? Do. Idaho, um, I the mean, French fries, American yes. Express. <laughs> I'm livid. We wait. Why American Express? Because why? yeah, what did I miss? What are you a card member? No. Why? You don't have an American Express. I don't. Oh, I gotta Do go. I... <laughs> a black one. Right. Um, no, I'm not a black one. But I mean, I everyone should have an American Express because it's really the best. But the biggest like form of false advertising in the world is that like American Express is the only card you need to travel or you should never leave the house without it. And it's actually like the only card you can't travel with because no place accepts it in Europe. And I'm still upset about oh, it that I no. pay so an what did annual you do? fee for no foreign transaction fees. But meanwhile, none of these establishments accept American Express. No, I have another credit card, but it's just annoying. You're like scrubbing dishes in the back just to like pay <laughs> yeah. for your meals. No, I know. Did you fight first class or did you go coach? So, okay. I didn't f initially intend to fly first class. I had booked, oh. I didn't pay for my flight because I had this credit Yeah. and I booked it months and months ago. So I had, the flight was you free. Years and, and then years like, ago? <laughs> well, I, yes. But then I rebooked using the yes. credit in the winter. And then about two months before I left, I logged into the Delta app and I saw like upgrade to Delta one. And it was only $1,100. And I was like, wait a minute, that seems really, really reasonable for first class. And I've never flown first class like that, like yeah. with a lay down bed. And I was like, you know what? I deserve this. I'm, I'm treat treating myself. myself to this. So I upgraded for the flight there. Yep. And then I had this whole ploy that for the return, I went to the airport and I like tried to explain to them that I accidentally upgraded on the outbound flight, but I had intended to upgrade on the return flight and I enjoyed it so much. And, and can you please just, you know, as a one-time courtesy, upgrade me on the return for free. And they like laughed in my face and they said it was 6,000 euro to upgrade on the return. So I flew steerage on the way back. And, um, that was me. We had the same story. So on the really? way out, you feel, you feel like, like, like you're royalty. And then on the way back, you're like, well, I might as well wow, be fucking just a stewardess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But more so it was like, I knew I was flying overnight there and I was arriving early in the morning. So just the idea of having the ability to sleep on the flight with the lay down bed was so worth nice. it for me. Cause I can't sleep otherwise. I can't. Did you eat I all the food? Sleep. I ate everything. Yeah. Everything. It, it's so good. What movie did you watch? I didn't watch a movie. I watched this um, Hulu series about like the rise and fall of Bond Dutch. It's actually oh, really interesting. Did you I, watch it? I, I started watching it and then Piper was it's like really crying and screaming. It looked really, I got into like the first 20 minutes and then I couldn't it's finish It's really good. It. In fact, I think that I can't remember if it was that or something else I was watching, but there was, I was watching something on the plane and your former podcast theme song was in it. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, how do I know this song? Oh my God, that's it. But, um, did you, have you seen untold, um, that whole series? I haven't series? seen anything else. I have not seen anything else. I have not You've been watching watch TV it. lately. I have just been working and 
That's surviving. About it. Surviving. Yeah, it's summer out here is really kind of draining. It's just like a lot. There's a lot of people, a lot of traffic, a lot of lines. Working in this restaurant a few nights a week is great. I love it. But it keeps you, you sort also of witness like involved. Yeah, you witness like the worst of humanity. Like when you're at the door at an exclusive restaurant and people are just so entitled. But meanwhile, these random people are annoying and complaining about waiting for their table. But then we have like a former Beatle who's like the sweetest, kindest person just hanging out. Happens every time. Happens every time. Do you get paid? Um, how do you, is, like, I mean, like, do you do get, I get like, paid? tips? I'm not I mean, like a do volunteer. <laughs> do you get tips? I'm not an intern. Oh my God, I get handshakes left and right. Are you kidding? It's insane. Oh my, like get me in or like, thank you for taking care of us or. Both. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah. What's the I biggest, know. what's the biggest tip you've ever gotten? I once had this guy just hand me like a stack of 20s and I went into the bathroom and it was like $420 in 20s. I don't even think he just like was so wealthy and he, he just like Here you go. Like whatever's in my pocket. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I hate to let you go, but I oh love to watch you leave. Um, no, I feel like. Oh, I know. Right. I know. I know. Uh, this but episode was. What? Yeah. It was a bo- It was just a board? all over the place. I don't know. I never. I can never quite gauge. I just put too much pressure on myself, and especially Why? with Ryan Holiday, because you and Ryan are so funny, and the reviews are so good. I don't know. I love hate you so much. I just. <laughs> it's I look like um. Shit, oh my by God. the way, this is actually horrific. You don't look like shit. I do. Good thing you have your I... keratin for the for the polo no, for the have, for the I'm polo like match. Denial. Whatever the fuck it I'm is. I'm in denial. I'm in denial about. Is it greasy or, or like is it, it wet? I can't really no, it's tell. Wet. I just got out of the shower. There's no product. But you said that 40 stuff. minutes ago. Your hair dries in 40 minutes. No, not mine. That's how thick it is. Oh, I'm sorry that you have like, luscious. a few strands left. Oh, <laughs> me and my Nutrafol are going to go. Yeah. All right. Um, love oh, you. Nutrafol. Come back. Nutrafol. Yes, not have me now. back. Um, I will see you in November, it sounds Unmute like. Unmute me. Follow me back on Instagram and then maybe you can come back. Where does everybody follow you? You can follow me, but I have no idea where I'm going. Um, my handle is I am Sam Pez on all forms of social media. Why are you not like just uber famous already? Um, you need to be. You will be, likewise. and that's why I have you on. I just I see it for you. You're gonna. You be just huge. here we go. You're gonna take credit for discovering me. I knew that's exactly listen, why you keep inviting me back. Let's. I'll be your assistant one day. <laughs> mm. Find no, your straw. Find I, your straw. I, I, okay, I'll just need a reference. I'll need a I reference. Can, I hate you. Maybe I'll just Google I, you and see what my pops name. up. Exactly. Maybe I'll Google you and see what pops up. I'm leaving You should this change chat. your name to Natalie Huddleston, <laughs> the weekly huddle. Where is the um, weekly huddle? It's once a Am month. I, did it's I unsubscribe? So <laughs> it's like the annual huddle. It's literally the annual huddle. It's like once a year, Natalie <laughs> shares her favorite, like, like my favorite three things: blinds and window treatments and like face wash. And that's all you get. And Riley gives us a recipe for like the best French fries fry. in Idaho. Can we talk about the best French fries in Idaho? That's like an incredible Boise Fry Company. Title. He, Boise so he fry owned company. it. He oh he created it. That was his whole. That's thing. amazing. So what it was, was it like when you went back there? He had, was it he like incredibly it. nostalgic? No, I know. I listened to the podcast. I'm an actually a listener. I, I wow, but you didn't unfollow, unsubscribe. No, he um he sold it, and then when we went back, honestly, it wasn't great. The menu was exactly the same, but the quality's not there. Wow, and yeah, is it just one location, or did they franchise it? They were they were trying to franchise it. But there are multiple right. locations. Wow. I know. I really oh have God. to go. Why? What do you have to do, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> Who else have, are you recording I'm with today? Very, Ryan Holiday. <laughs> no, you are? Absolutely <laughs> no. not. No, you can be late for him. Like you were late for me the first time we attempted <laughs> no. this. I sat in the basement By the for way, 15 oh, minutes with oh, Andy. Really? And then you're- Who and looks then, like a different person. Why does he look so different? Andy. Andy? Maybe no. he just has a little bit of a he tan. He just slicked back. He is. Tr- he has the hair that you want. So yeah. right now he has it slicked back, but no, he has hair down to his ass, pretty much. Andy has. Most Wait, how do hair. I get my own podcast on iHeartRadio and podcast? Can you like produce how it about- for me and like pitch it for for me? Because I really want one, but I don't want to have to do the recording and like the editing. Yes, I mean 
you have can to get on my good side. You have to get on my good side, and then we can. Well, work I'll give together. you a percentage of all of my advertisements. Oh, that's one last thing I wanted to mention. You have, you're, you have you're, fucking you're, thirty seconds. You're, you're advertising like you leveled the fuck up, Aperol, and like and Faherty, like the brand, the clothing brand. Like that's these are like fucking legitimate brands that I fucking love. Yes, I mean, They're look at very, me. Very, I'm very a legitimate reputable. fucking podcaster. You are a legitimate <laughs> podcaster. You're I like the you. Howard Stern of the Orange County area, the your Irvine digs, area. Your digs where are is, just what? Where's your new house, by the way? You are going to. I'm not letting you go. Gonna, I'm not I letting you go. To You're going <laughs> really, We're at 99. percent I have, to, I have to be somewhere in literally 13 minutes. Where? I can't tell you. You're going to get Botox, aren't you? You're going to, <laughs> no, you're I already got it yesterday. Can you, you tell? Yes. No, you look great. Oh you my God, great. you're keeping me on. I have to go. I love you. Goodbye. Come no, back come next on. week. Oh, freaking Sam. He cracks me up. I love him so much. Uh, I love having him on. Let me know what you guys want to hear more of. Uh, we are going to give this podcast a refresh. And when I mean refresh, I mean like rebranding and honing in on what you guys want to hear. We've been doing this show for a year and I couldn't do it literally without you guys. So tell me what you guys want to hear more of, less of. I am going to start videotaping myself as embarrassing as that is and all the interviews that I have so that you guys can watch it and just a lot more coming. So thank you for being patient. It's a work in progress. We're, We're doing our best, but I appreciate you all. Love you. Thank you for being here and make sure to go subscribe, rate, review if you haven't already. And I will see you all next week. Have a beautiful, oh, I guess you're listening to this on Tuesday. And I also hope you guys had a beautiful long weekend. Stayed safe and enjoy this short week ahead. And I will see you all next week. And remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.